Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Retirement Freedom, a program about how to realize your retirement dreams with your hosts Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter and sponsored by SC Financial Group, an independent advisory investment firm located in Bellevue, Washington. Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions, not just about wealth accumulation, but also about wealth distribution, how to grow your money, how to keep it safe, and how to plan for retirement. The lines are open so you can call in and ask your financial and retirement questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And now, here are your hosts for Retirement Freedom, Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. Well, good morning, everybody. Shane Kloniger here. Susan Carter here with me. Hey, good morning, everyone. uh, Hope you're enjoying the the morning lineup. There's some good folks on here, so... uh, uh, hopefully you'll you'll think the same of us. Uh, so uh, you're listening to us, Retirement Freedom on AM 770 KTTH. If you want to call in, 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. You can call with any financial question. We'll take our best shot at it. Also, if you go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com, our firm is actually a locally-based firm. We're based out of Bellevue, Washington. Uh, and we've had our show Retirement Freedom in our ninth season now. And, uh, uh, if you go to the, our, our website, scfinancialgroup.com, you'll see a bunch of different ways to work with us as a lot of different information. But most importantly, uh, the one thing that we want, did want to talk about today is deciding when to retire. Uh, just generically, you know, when do you retire for, uh, a lot of different reasons? I think Susan, uh, people end up delaying their retirement. They end up taking it earlier than they probably should. They're not looking at the right combination of, of really facts about themselves and vetting themselves out on how it's all going to work out. And you certainly don't want to short the bar on this, but you also don't want to overdo it. You uh, don't. You know, and, and save, save a ridiculous amount of money and you wanted to retire five years earlier. So you kind of have to, uh, really think this through from a personal standpoint, not necessarily what you read on the internet of, should I take my social security at 66 or 67 kind of thing? Right. And, you know, we have a nice, if, if, you know, we have a really nice article about this on our website, which is scfinancialgroup.com. Then it does walk you through the pros and cons of making decisions on the financial side about what happens if you do, if you take your social security earlier or later and, mm-hmm. and, and such. But to me, the critical part of this discussion today and what I think listeners really need to stop and vet themselves around is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you as a financial portfolio. That means you as a person who happens to have a financial portfolio. What's going on in your life? Do you love your job? Are you completely burned out and your job is just owning you and stressing you and taking years off your or, life? Or cause, yeah, causing some health issues. Causing health issues. Yeah. So you got to start with, and what about if you have a spouse? Where are they? Um, oftentimes we see this where one person is just hanging in there out of this fear, which we are going to talk about today, how mm-hmm. fear can get in the way of making good decisions. Mm-hmm. So you really, you know, you've got this fear factor too of if I retire too soon, am I going to run out of money? Um, gee, the market's doing really well right now, but do I, is my nest egg big enough that if I retire and I'm that guy where the market drops 20%, mm-hmm. 
you know, two months into my retirement, is my nest egg big enough that it can take a 20% hit? That's the kind of fear that can keep people hanging on without really being motivated to hang on for anything other than financial fear of what would happen if they quit. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is kind of take that apart for you today. Yeah, and and most importantly, uh, you know, your calls, your questions, your thoughts. It could be on topic. It could be off topic. It could be something you've been struggling with or just generic question you want answered. Uh, you don't seem to be able to find that answer you're looking for. Give us a call here live on the show. Uh, it's 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. Until then, we'll just, uh, we just kind of. We're going to just dig through this. Go through our topics, go off road, talk <laughs> about what we want to talk about. Uh, you know, after, uh, you know, having this show for quite some time, what we really enjoy though is, is, is when you direct the topic. That's right. Uh, because it gives us a chance to kind of have some fun with it as well. Well, and I think today's topic is one in which a lot of people can relate to. I think so. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's so much more than just financial theory. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think everyone, after somewhere around age 50, that word retirement starts to pop into your consciousness every mm-hmm. so often. And, you know, and as each birthday comes by, you're kind of going, you're doing a little check in with yourself and saying, eh, am I doing okay with this? Am and I you know on what? course? I, I think it goes, I think it, uh, it can go either direction. Yeah. I, I think in your, when you're 30, in your 30s, retirement, whether you love your job or not, seems to be early retirements in your mind. Mm hmm. Then as you progress through your career, and I'm thinking of us as well, right? when you progress through your career, all of a sudden you built this knowledge base and this love for what you do. Maybe you don't want to retire early. Right. But you should still, that's still part of deciding when to retire is because what does that look like? Is it also, you do going to do consulting work after you officially retire? Are you going to be starting a second, uh, a, a new business? Are right. you, so this this the longevity component of of retirement now how many years you are in retirement versus how many years you've worked is starting to to win you're you're probably retired longer than you've worked at it some takes, point takes a lot of planning it takes a lot of planning so because Either of that, that or, or some pretty darn poor years towards the end of life yeah absolutely which is not a good thing not not you can't a lot of stuff you can't plan for in retirement. You know, we want to do the best we can with with the knowledge and information we have. But at some point in time, life is dynamic. In your retirement, something's going to happen that you have not planned for. The question is, is did you plan for the thing you didn't plan for? <laughs> and and that's the thing is that if if do you have do you have kind of a, a safety margin for yourself? That's right. And I think that's a big uh, a big component of retiring earlier, Susan, is that you have to have more of a margin uh, unless you plan on building wealth in retirement. You know, it really does come come down to an equation over time. Uh, because what you're doing is is you're you've got your nest egg over here and then you've got your income draw that you're trying to create over on the other side. Mm-hmm. And those two things have got to come together. Now, you're not just drawing your income though from your nest egg. Hopefully, you have a couple of other sources. You may have rental income for example off of properties. You may have a very good social security benefit because you were a high wage earner. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have a, a pension. 
you may have some mix of those things. Um, or you may have a mediocre um, pension and a mediocre Social Security, but you've been a great saver. So everybody's financial fingerprint's going to look different in terms of that blending. Mm-hmm. But between all of those pieces now, we got to figure out how do we strategically pull income from all of those sources to match the in- to match the paycheck need of that retiree year over year. And that's where the dynamic part that you're talking about becomes so critical Mm -hmm. because the market can be dynamic and the investment value of your nest egg can go up and down as well as your income needs. Your expense level is going to be dynamic. You may have voluntary, lovely things that you want to spend money on early in your retirement. Mm Uh, let's hope that, you know, you get retired at a point where your health is good and your energy is good and you can go out and really enjoy the fruits of all of that. Yeah, which but we you talk also, about. But all you the also time. have those plan B dynamics yeah. that are unexpected. So it's an ongoing formula that it's not something you just set and hold to. It needs to be well managed, but primarily, and this is what we're kind of coming back to is, is the decisions you make prior to actually retiring in the design of what you're asking, you know, do I take my social security at what age? Um, am I going to elect the lump sum out of my pension or am I going to take the static pension? Does it has a cost of living? Let's, let's All of it, that stuff. Let's makes break a it huge down as, difference. let's go, let's go through and let's break it down in, in some smaller pieces. So if, if you're looking at social security and you're age 62, um, and you're, you're getting the, the kind of the, the raised eyebrow from your financial guy saying, oh, why would you ever take it at 62? You realize, of course, you're taking a significant penalty by taking it at right. age 62. I mean, you're, you're uh, here's the thing is that it's your money. You do what you want with your money, and, and only you know your real family dynamics and what's going on in your life. Be educated. 62 might actually be a better option for you. Right. Now, hearing that from a financial guy, especially someone who's been in it, you know, in financial services for three decades, uh, you might say, well, what, what? I, I've never, I've heard to never do that. Well, I don't know. I've got clients that, uh, they were, their job was causing, causing health issues. Um, they couldn't get disability and because they tried and the job was killing them. But Literally. Yet, but yet they could take it at 62 and they didn't require much because that's the other side of the equation. Right. Is the expense side. Okay. So if you're spending $100,000 a year right now and as soon as you quit, your standard of living drops well, you know, quite a bit down to your age 62 social security and you can't afford it. Well, you can't afford it. I, you know, that's something, those are the life things that we can't help out with. But what we can help with is say, okay, well, actually, you're only spending twenty some thousand anyway. You've got a half a million dollar IRA, uh, thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand. Okay, so when we're when we're looking at all those different pieces, I don't care what the plan says. I care about the person I'm sitting across from, and they're they're in my office trying to figure out how they can make retirement and how they can make their pain stop. That's real life. That's reality. Um, because if, if that person has another million dollars when they pass away and they struggled for another three to four years in their 60s, uh, that doesn't make sense to me. That's not reality. So, but I also don't. Yeah, want it's to give sort of that bumper sticker about um, he who dies with the most toys wins. Yeah. No, no. 
No, he who who got to play with the to- the most toys for the most years wins. Is my yeah. my bumper sticker? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's quality of life. Yeah, no, I I hear what you're saying, and, and I totally agree with you on that. Is it's not you're not taking anything with you? No, you're not. So, uh, but but going back to that real quick, if I could, the when when you're looking at the numbers, the numbers are there to help support. The person exactly it, the the person's not there to support the numbers, and that's the most important part when you're dealing with a financial advisor. Is don't don't go into an advisor and and hand your stack of stuff over to them and say what can I do. You go into an advisor and you say <laughs> this is how I want it to go. Can you help me? And then let the advisor put all the pieces together. And I can't stress that enough. Whether right. you ever work with SE Financial Group or not, uh, I can't stress that enough that that's the relationship that you want to have with an advisor. You want them to be an advocate beyond the statement they're looking at. You want them to be an advocate on trying to mold all this stuff around you to give you the type of retirement that you're searching for. And and I also think that having um, the ability for the advisor to get into your frame of mind, not stay mm-hmm. in theirs, not be judgmental. You have to feel comfort. You have to feel the comfort that they are accepting what you want out of your There's life. There's a lot of trust there. There really is. Uh, yeah. You know, cause not everybody wants this. Not everybody judges a successful life by the same measure. And good point. And, yeah. and so what's important is, is how are you judging a successful life for you? And can you, can you make sure that your advisor is getting that and is is upholding that. Well, that that's my exact point with that whole 62 discussion on social security is you can go out and read all the documentation it doesn't give you caveats it doesn't say well you should take it at 62 if based on that whole thing we right. just talked about that's not out there and so you got to be very careful are you looking at information are you looking at knowledge and i would say that only knowledge can be applied if that knowledge base knows your individual situation. And if they don't, then how can you call that knowledge? That's just information. Right. So uh, that's what I'm very careful with. I mean, I've done that my whole career. I'm very, very careful with making any assumptions I'm sitting across from somebody on their investment risk. I have, we have, Susan, we have folks in our firm, uh, clients that are under 20 that are very conservative, and we have 80 plus year olds in our firm that are very aggressive with their financial money. And each I, has their personality and their reasons for it. And, and, and they're all valid because yeah. it is, it is theirs. They own it. Uh, it's not my money. And, and that's the thing is that, uh, when you're out shopping for different investments, before you shop for all these investments, you should have some type of a financial plan in place. We do ours complimentary because we don't see how we can possibly give good financial advice if we don't have all the dynamics and understanding of the person that we're sitting with. Yeah. It just, it just, it, it does, Susan, it doesn't make sense to me how, how any firm can do that. Exactly. I, I'm thinking of a, a young couple that we are working with right now. One child, uh, another one on the way. Wanting to, they have midterm goals of, of upgrading their home. And if we hadn't taken the, and, and yet they're very conscious of obligations that I haven't even arrived at their doorstep yet. College funding, mm-hmm. retirement. And here they are trying to make good, conscious 
decisions about how to invest their money. Well, unless you put all of that into a plan and you show them how it's going to play out, if they choose this versus they choose that, how can they make a solid decision about how much risk to take with the money that they've accumulated so far? Mm-hmm. It, that's just, And that's a person in their 30s. Now you think about how critical it becomes when you don't have much more redo time. Say you're in your mid-50s and you're looking at your retirement. You've got to get beyond just looking at rate of returns on investments. You've got to understand that bigger picture of how those investments are going to come into play with your Social Security, with your other income streams, with market risk. You've got to have a plan. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think also uh, it's really important to understand um, your priorities. When you're dealing with all those competing exactly. you know, noises for for all the assets, absolutely, I agree with you on that. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about deciding when to retire. What does that look like? Uh, I listen with Shane and Susan, Retirement Freedom on AM 770 KTTH, the number to call. We'll be right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. This is your opportunity to get impartial answers to your questions from Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. The lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Hi, this is Susan Carter. As a listener to our show, you know that we cover a broad range of topics, and I truly enjoy the live call-ins. We understand, however, that not everyone is comfortable coming on the air to talk about personal finances, and we want to make sure you get your questions answered. Serving our community by providing this educational show is just one way we help. We also offer free financial consultations and provide you a personal retirement analysis at no charge. Feel free to call us any time during the week if you'd like to have a question answered or request your own personal consultation. The floor is yours. So give us a call at our office, 425-451-2950, or simply visit our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and you can type in your request there. Thanks again for listening today, and I hope we'll hear from you soon. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Shane Kloniger. I hope you've been enjoying our show, Retirement Freedom. Whether you are a new listener or have been listening to us for years, I hope the show has been helpful. We have covered many topics over the years and have had some great phone calls from listeners seeking a better understanding of finance and investing. The one common denominator is a search for clarity and understanding how to put together a great retirement plan and strategy. Guess what? You can have access to our financial knowledge in person as we offer a complimentary retirement analysis to help get you started with a clear understanding of where you sit on the financial roadmap to retirement. Let's tackle this together. Call us at 425-451-2950 to set up your complimentary consultation in our Bellevue office or visit scfinancialgroup.com to learn more. Once again, the number to call is 425-451-2950 or visit our website at scfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. 
Welcome back, everybody, to Retirement Freedom. I'm Shane Cloniger. Susan Carter here with me. Uh, AM 770, KTTH 800-465-8770. If you want to give us a call, we'll be happy to take your call. Uh, also, if you just want to call into the office and say, hey, guys, you know what? I, I, I hate, I'm not really into the financial stuff. I don't like looking at it. I don't enjoy it. I could use someone to help me out with it. Let me give you the number to our office, 425-451-2950. Once again, that's 425-451-2950. Also, if you are uh, busy but you've been trying to get this into your schedule and it's just not happening, you can also use our fast track process through our website. And basically what that is is it's a, uh, you can put in all the information that we would need to prepare a financial plan for your retirement analysis. And when you do that, uh, we'll automatically and securely downloaded into uh, our financial planning software. We'll go through, we'll look at the plan, we'll talk about it. That means the first time that you come in to see us, we've got something prepared for you to give you great clarity. Uh, I think it's worth quite a bit. This is very comprehensive. This isn't a fluff piece where basically we'll we'll take a little information and we'll give you a two-pager and say, ah, oh, you look good or you look terrible. Uh, that's not what we're doing here. We're, we're yeah. really putting some time into it. Yeah. Uh, and, and that meeting, that first meeting becomes a very rich conversation because you mm-hmm. get to bring your life then to your numbers. Well, that's one where we get to have an eye-to-eye conversation and make some adjustments on the plan, and that's, that's, that's crucial. So once again, that's at scfinancialgroup.com. And you can do that right there, right through the website. If you want to call the office, it's 425-451-2950. Once again, that's 425-451-2950. We are actually based, our uh, Retirement Freedom Radio is based out of Bellevue, Washington. So we are actually in our studios right now in Bellevue. Uh, so uh, feel free to uh, call our office, 425 425- Four five one two nine five zero. If you want to set up an appointment to to do any of that stuff, or you just want to have a chat with us during the week, you can do that as well. Uh, but for right now, guess what? We are live, so we can go ahead and answer any questions you might have. Eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. I want to go back to deciding when to retire, which you can find on our website at scfinancialgroup.com. And, and when timing becomes critical. When timing becomes critical. That's the that's key on, here. That's on both sides. Yeah. Um, not just early um, retirement, which I think is... I think early retirement discussions get the bulk of the attention on deciding and the planning of when you retire. But I also think that if you're, as I mentioned before, going in the break, I love what I do. The irony of what I do is that I help people retire almost every day. And what ends up happening is I know that I'm probably not going to retire. I mean, I love what I do so much. And it's taken me so long to build this knowledge base that I can't imagine me actually. Now, Let's go down the road about 20. That might change. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. But uh, same for Susan. She loves what she does. So uh, in looking at delaying your retirement, at what point in time does that fit your life? Susan, it doesn't just have to be a, oh, I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm retired. There's a lot of different ways that people are retiring today when they're happy with what they're doing or they want to keep on working. Right. And this comes back to... When we talk about retirement, we have to be looking at what are we going to be doing with the time. Yeah. And, you know, if what is it that you want to do with your time? 
Sometimes folks are tired of working full-time. Maybe their bodies are just getting to a point where mm-hmm. getting out of bed every morning at 5.30 to, you know, to hit the road and deal with the traffic doesn't, doesn't work so well. Or they've been the same employer, employer for 30 years. And they're bored. And they're just bored. But they have, they have a lot still to give. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes what we see are folks deciding to do a semi-retirement where they have skills and knowledge in which allows them to go into a part-time employment p- position, a contracted position, or a consulting type of We see a lot of service contracts these days. We're seeing a lot of those. And if if you're in that kind of of a thought process too, there's a lot of design work. Again, it's always about the design to me. Doing the proper design will bring as much wealth to you as any any attempt to just go out there and chase rates of return. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing the efficiencies there. So if you've got that another income stream coming in, you've got the ability now to shift the job duties of the, the assets that you have in play. Mm-hmm. You may be in the position where from a cash flow standpoint, you don't need to turn on your Social Security. And it would make better sense to go ahead and wait until you're 70 to the maximum age you could, in which case then now you're going to get the maximum benefit you'd ever get, and you're going to keep that for your life. That's one example of it. You know, the other thing to, to, to notate there, too, is that um, when you start pulling those income levers, when you turn on your Social Security and you turn on that pension, and now you're not yet age 70, and let's suppose that's comfortable for you, that's the amount of income you need and mm-hmm. maybe even have a little bit extra. Now, when you hit your required minimum distribution age at 70 and a half, the IRS says, oh, now you got to start taking some money out of all those IRAs you've been accumulating. And guess what? Every, every year that percent goes up. And what ends up happening is you're going to have too much money coming in at 70 and a half. You can't turn any one of those three off. You can't start your RMDs, stop your RMDs. All you can do is basically try to invest wisely after you've paid that first wave of taxes out of your IRAs to not let it replicate every year. Right. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that. But but understanding the design and how you're going to handle that later in life can make a difference on when you turn on your Social Security. It surely can. Uh, you know, and that's a big piece of it. Here's the other thought that, that I have on that. And I don't really see anybody talking about this or, or, or I don't really read much on it. But if you think about this for a second, if you haven't right now, if you haven't turned on your social security yet and you're trying to decide to when to turn it on, you don't absolutely have to take it. You have other options in retirement from your IRAs or for your, you know, like mm-hmm. we were talking about second job that you're doing just for fun or whatever the case is. If you every year you delay the taking that past your full retirement age, you're going to get about another 8% credit of your income every year. So what is your tax rate? Let's suppose your effective tax rate is 15%, okay, in retirement. If you waited a couple more years, guess what? The amount you're collecting now pretty much covers your tax bill too on the stream of income that you weren't taking anyway. So how many how many folks would like a tax-free stream of income out of their Social Security? It's, yep. There, yeah, it, there's another design way that you can handle that. Uh, you know, this is, so understanding the design and how it affects you personally, now there might be some, there, you know, a lot of people can't afford to do that. Right. They take their, so that's fine. So you take that off the table. You come up with some other angle to help you cover a lot of that taxation. The same with uh, Medicare. 
oh, right, you wait another couple years? Well, that covers a lot of those Medicare costs too. So understanding the longevity effect mm-hmm. of, of your decisions in your 60s is really important. It truly is. Also, how are you investing if you do decide to continue to work? Let's say you have your, your, um, you have excess income. Are you going to continue to contribute into your company's, mm-hmm. uh, retirement plan? Or if you go over to becoming a uh, self-employed contractor, have you looked at opening up your own SEP? SEP, yeah. You know, are you doing some things that are going to help you out? over the course of your life. In other words, what are you getting from continuing to decide to work that's going to benefit your overall quality of life over your lifetime? You know what? I got one more. Uh, I got another one that I want to throw in there is you're approaching your retirement age and let's suppose you're not yet 65, but you want to retire a little bit earlier, but you don't want to pay those huge medical expenses. I should say premiums. I'm sorry for your, uh, your medical insurance. And you're looking at that, you're going, ah, you know, maybe I'll just work another year. You're kind of on the fence about it. Take a look at your investment portfolios. If you're using a fiduciary, we're fiduciaries. If you're using a fiduciary account and they're they're charging you a fee to manage that on a year-over-year basis, which one of those assets haven't been traded in five years? Go back and take a look at your accounts. Take a look at your quarterly accounts. Which ones have not been traded? What are you paying a fee on that for? Go back, and if you've got a non-taxable account, uh, not your IRA accounts, because you can fix that pretty easily without a tax situation, but go back and take a look at your brokerage accounts and your managed accounts. Which one of those assets are you still paying on that, that are not being traded? Now, if they're not being traded for good reason, let's put that extra no, caveat the, the, on there. The yeah. good reason is is because they don't want to pay the tax bill. Right. But what are you paying a management fee on it for if you're never going to trade it? Because of a tax bill. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if you go and you take a look at that, and so what is the what are the extra bills that, uh, suppose you have a half a million dollar uh, managed account, you're paying 1% fee a year on it, and maybe there's a couple components in there that you're not, you're never, not, you're never going to trade, stack up all those fees over those years, and guess what? You just solved your medical insurance problem. So make sure that you understand and the way you the solve that value is it. that you ca- you find a way to retain those assets but move them out of the fee. The, if it's not being managed, I, I never understood that from a fiduciary standpoint. In other words, take it out of the fiduciary account and put oh, it over. What's it into, in there for? Just if put I'm, it into a brokerage account. If, if you're you paying pay- me one percent and I'm not trading it, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? So, uh, but but what I'm saying on that, Susan, is it's not just in the year that you're making the savings, right? It's every year after that, and as it grows, and as it grows, it causes even a bigger tax problem. You're not going to sell it. You're going to pass it on to the kids. So if that's the case, make that your core position. It should only be the cores. Now, what I'm not talking about is if you decided to do something crazy, like go out and invest in North Korea Something like that. Now that would be crazy. Then, then I would say no. I don't think you. Leave I'd like that. to see the IPO on that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the rate of return <laughs> isn't the best on that one. Uh, so, so I would, I would say you got to be, you got to be use some common sense around it. But don't, don't take that off the table. Uh, anybody who does any type of a procurement position knows that you renegotiate contracts as you go. Mm-hmm. And so, don't assume that it has to be that way forever. 
has it has it met your needs? Is it, is there a change that's occurring in the portfolio? Has there's a lot. So keep all of that open when you're talking with your advisor and make make sure that uh, uh, you know you're, you're tackling it from that aspect because it does hurt your performance. It does, uh, and, and so so you have to look at that. Well, and and again, I think a year over year look at, at your plan and how your accounts are structured makes yeah. sense as well. Particularly if you're making a decision to, de- like I said, delay retirement, mm-hmm. um, and you're going to have more opportunity to build some of those accounts. It it can become very very much to your advantage. Let's just say, for example, you know you've got a looming excess income from four from deferred IRAs and four hundred ones out there in your future because your plan shows that to you. Mm-hmm. Well, then why would you continue to pi- pile more money in to that strategy? That's where you may want to be putting money in after tax, for example, into a Roth. Or if you are making too much income, there's alternative ways that you can create tax-deferred growth without RMDs. Um, so you want to be looking at not just what's happening in the year that you're making the decision to work another year, but you want to look at the impact of, okay, well, what am I doing with this money? Yeah. yeah and how no, is absolutely. that going to help me in the long run? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of these ideas of deciding when to retire, when timing becomes critical. Uh, we're going to stick to the uh, commonsensical and strategery. That's what we're going to do. Listening with Shane and Susan, Retirement Freedom on AM 770 KTTH, 800-465-8770. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions. The lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Did you know the type of account you open with a financial firm could affect how you communicate with them as well? There are some accounts that require your financial advisor to call you with every investment decision to be made. This includes making a trade on a difficult market day when the advisor recommends to sell a position. If you are not available, then the trade does not occur without your approval. A discretionary advisory account, however, allows you to designate your financial advisor as a fiduciary to make prudent investment decisions on your behalf. This allows the advisor to make decisions during all hours without your direct okay on each trade made. If you would like your advisor to manage the account to do the best of their abilities and not call you during your me time, then give SC Financial Group a call. 425-451-2950. That's 425-451-2950. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Susan Carter. As a listener to our show, you know that we cover a broad range of topics, and I truly enjoy the live call-ins. We understand, however, that not everyone is comfortable coming on the air to talk about personal finances, and we want to make sure you get your questions answered. Serving our community by providing this educational show is just one way we help. We also offer free financial consultations and provide you a personal retirement analysis at no charge. Feel free to call us any time during the week if you'd like to have a question answered or request your own personal consultation. The floor is yours. 
So give us a call at our office, 425-451-2950, or simply visit our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and you can type in your request there. Thanks again for listening today, and I hope we'll hear from you soon. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to Retirement Freedom. I'm Shane Cloninger. Susan Carter here with me. Welcome uh, back, everybody. And uh, you listen to us on, at this hour, you listen to us on AM 770 KTTH, 800-465-8770. If you want to give us a call, feel free. 800-465-8770. We are going to go back to what we were talking about, though, before the break. We are. Deciding when to retire, when timing becomes, Susan. Critical. Critical. You know what? I want to bring in something that uh, we haven't talked about in quite a long time. And that's... Sonics? Oh, don't start me <laughs> on that. You know, I went to the Storm game last weekend. You did? I did. I, I, don't, I mean, like, you did? I just, I don't know that you're not such a huge, I didn't think you were a basketball fan. I wasn't. My father is the basketball fan, and he missed, he missed the Sonics so, so bad. So bad you want to go back. He has become a huge fan of women's basketball. That's great. And he wanted to go, and driving's difficult for him, and I was like, we're going. And I had a blast. And they yeah. wear all the Sonic colors, and it, and it was in the key arena, and I was like, just bit i i enjoy and the kids the kids love that team so much it's so much fun to be there so if you haven't gone guys you're missing a really amazing opportunity well you know uh, when 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 the sonics moved kevin durant i love the fact that kevin durant went to golden state there you go and they won a (laughs) few few rings i shouldn't say a couple rings and uh oklahoma city so sorry uh, so no so Starbucks, anyways, no, no championship. Yeah, I, I know. I was talking to somebody about the fact that you still have a thing about that, but I, I, I will always have a thing about that. I, I wasn't gonna. Me? I wasn't gonna talk about women's basketball, but interestingly, I want to bring up a gender issue. Okay. And in a finance show, that doesn't come up a lot, but when we're talking about trying to figure out that critical timing of retirement, one of the things that really is tough is when you are in a couple. And if that, if that couple doesn't see eye to eye on mm-hmm. some of these issues. Now, how that can happen is not necessarily, um, because of any. It's not gender specific. It's not gender conservative specific. versus aggressive. Right. Is what you're saying on your investment. And it can also be age differentials. Can, mm-hmm. There's things sure. that can cause a difference in perspective between the two people in that couple. And, um, and also, there is a gender element to it, and that is that women do tend to live longer, mm-hmm. and women tend in the age it tend to often not take as much interest in finances early on because they're busy with other things. Mm-hmm. So they're playing catch up. Mm-hmm. Now, women are increasingly engaged and want to understand their finances, and are able to really get the concepts. A plan is a way to help you bring facts up and allow a couple where they've got those differences in in their personal needs mm-hmm. um, to be able to see the impact on each of them. It's a, it, I would say that 
it's one of the money is one of the toughest things in a marriage and making a decision about when to retire can have a huge um, effect on that marriage. So using a planner who's actually able to show facts, listen to what both people, both uh, members of that couple are talking about and let the couple work that through on the basis of information has a way of really diffusing a lot of that and bringing, because these are huge decisions. And um, I feel kind of passionate about that as a woman. I've seen so many women come in here who's, who have now suffered through a divorce or a, a death of a spouse and are playing catch up in a hurry and mm-hmm. weren't at the table when their spouse made design decisions on the way that they were going to manage their money, the type of accounts they were going to put that money into, whether they were matching the 401 or out there doing trading in a brokerage account, things like that, that now they're left living with. Well, that's the key, is it's the footprint that's left on the portfolio itself. Uh, so if the the spouse that, and, and I think it goes both ways. I do too. Uh, the spouse who's, who is left with a portfolio that they were not managing, um, all of a sudden they're looking at the way it was managed, trying to figure it out, and it might be their first pass at it. And then what they're seeing is they're seeing that, well, maybe I'm, I guess I'll just try and replicate this or I'll follow this path that's already been in place when what you should really be doing then at that point in time is taking a real look at at it from an overall standpoint for that person on whether or not that fits them personally. Oh, absolutely. You and, have to. And, and that's a unique opportunity, I think. And I mean, obviously divorce is extremely distressful and, and difficult all the way around the horn. But if you can carve out a little bit of time to at least understand what it is you're working with, with an advisor, even while you're going through the divorce process, I think it will give you a lot more comfort and clarity on what you can expect. It's not such a a big hit because when you're looking at statements and you're working with an attorney and you're trying to figure out what it is that you want out of out of that you know out of that divorce, it's really hard to um, to get a gauge on what the value is because we've had this happen before, Susan. I've had I had somebody come in who. Um, had owned one stock from one employer. Uh, they, she got divorced. They had one stock from one employer. And actually, the, the custodian had screwed up with the attorney on what the real value of the stock was because we double-checked it. I remember that case Do you remember very that case? well. So what ends up happening, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, they thought it was 200000 and I realized it was $1.2 million is because of the leg of how long it took to get through the divorce, they were trying to push it through and basically kind of backdoor the value. So so work, take the time if you are in that, especially if you're not familiar with finances and that's not what your forte is, uh, I would say that work with an advisor, have them take a look at it, do, do our financial plan, take that financial plan that we've worked, give it to your attorney. So they can see what the real effect is on you personally. The attorney's not going to look at your entire life and figure out whether or not you have enough money to last. They're looking at that individual snapshot of the assets at 50% in a community property state. But one asset might be more valuable than the other. So you need to understand what the impact is going to be on you personally. And, and I love that, Susan. That's, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, that's a really important point. And, when you're dealing with longevity, 
um, you're already if you're if if you're the woman and uh, your gender lasts tends to live longer. You and it's a 50-50 state. You're already taking a discount, exactly against longevity. You are, and and so we see that visually. So I would say that if you're in that situation, definitely call us. I'm going to throw out the number to our office. Uh, it's four two five four five one twenty nine fifty. Once we're right in Bellevue, uh, Bellevue, Washington, four two five four five one two nine five zero. Um, you know, if you are that person, give us a call. We'd be happy to do a complimentary for you. Yeah. So anytime you're you're facing having to make decisions, I love what you said about if you're in the midst of a divorce negotiation, which assets you choose to take could make a huge difference for you. Absolutely. Don't wait. Don't guess. Go work with a, with a good advisor and have that plan work done so that you and are, are, are giving your attorney, hey, I'd really rather have half of this than half of that. And we'll do both. Yeah. We'll, we'll do both. We'll, we'll do one that says, look, this is what this looks like with these assets. Here's another one. Here's another one. If you get half the pension and do this, there, there's, you want to take a look at it. We'll give you the two what ifs, hand it to your attorney and let your attorney, you know, try and help you coordinate that. Uh, but no, but I do think that that does matter. Uh, Susan, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the minutia decisions you can make and what the effect is. Not the big ones, but the little things that you can make, little decisions you can make going into retirement that'll make a world of difference. Listen with Shane and Susan, Retirement Freedom on AM 770, KTTH 800-465-8770. Do not go anywhere. Stay with us. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. Shane and Susan will be right back. So call in now to get free impartial answers to your questions. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Do you own an annuity and sometimes wonder why you bought it? Perhaps you're questioning if it's still a good investment for you. Well, you're not alone. As a longtime financial advisor, I regularly meet with new clients who currently own annuities. And as a part of our complimentary consultations, we incorporate reviews of any annuities you currently own. We invest our time to always be up to date on all the carrier's current offerings. Take advantage of our deep knowledge of these complex financial instruments. We can help you to understand what you own and if it's still the most appropriate and cost-effective solution for you. To receive your free annuity review, you can call us at our office, 425-451-2950, or request a consultation at our website, scfinancialgroup.com. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Shane Kloniger. I hope you've been enjoying our show, Retirement Freedom. Whether you are a new listener or have been listening to us for years, I hope the show has been helpful. We have covered many topics over the years and have had some great phone calls from listeners seeking a better understanding of finance and investing. The one common denominator is a search for clarity and understanding how to put together a great retirement plan and strategy. Guess what? You can have access to our financial knowledge in person as we offer a complimentary retirement analysis to help get you started with a clear understanding of where you sit on the financial roadmap to retirement. 
Let's tackle this together. Call us at 425-451-2950 to set up your complimentary consultation in our Bellevue office or visit scfinancialgroup.com to learn more. Once again, the number to call is 425-451-2950 or visit our website at scfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back, everybody. Shane Cloninger here, Susan Carter. What an appropriate song. Kind of like Hotel California is kind of like retirement. Once you get going on it, it's, you can't get back out. You can't get. It's hard to get back out again. Uh, so let's let's give people what we promised them was some tips. Yeah, let's do that. On so uh, little wel- things you can do. Welcome back to our show, Retirement Freedom. We're right here. On oh yeah, AM, welcome back. AM seven seventy KTTH. Uh, 800-465-8770 if you happen to uh, have a question for us. Also, go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com. You can sign up for that fast track, uh, full comprehensive retirement analysis. Happy to do that for you. Uh, also, while you're there, you can check us out, see our bios, where we come from, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we are in our ninth season uh, retirement freedom show. And uh, so you can see some uh, podcasts and some stuff on there, right, Susan? Right. And then also, uh, while you're there, come sign up for one of our consultations. You don't have to go through our workshops. You don't have to call the show, but at least just come in and see us, and we're happy to give you a complimentary consultation. And here's what we'll say. The one thing you have to do is conduct a thorough consultation with us if you expect us to give you decent, measured reasonable investment advice. Yeah, we both got some skin in the game is what you're saying. I guess what Uh, I'm saying is is we just don't do... Uh, yeah, go after this. It's got the greatest rate of return. It's it's yeah. all based on your life, and that's why yeah. it takes an investment on your part. Takes some time to make not, sure. Not that, much though. Not a lot. Just not for what we're offering. It yeah, doesn't take much time. If you want to do it at two o'clock in the morning, and that's your timing, well, you know what, you can do it through the website. If yeah. you want to come in person and you don't want to deal with the website at all, you don't have to. You just call this number four two five four five one twenty nine fifty right here in Bellevue. Once again, that's four two five. Four five one two nine five zero, and uh, we can set up a time. Have you come in? You can just literally bring all your stuff in, and we'll sort through it and tell you what uh, you know what's needed. And if if there's something extra, we'll let you know. But in most cases, we can build a pretty good plan uh, with just all the basic documentation. We will also email you a list of things to bring and the things that we <laughs> think are important to uh, to give you a proper uh, uh, overall plan. I think. You know, when, when you're dealing with planning, it, what you're putting in, it's kind of garbage in, garbage out kind of thing. Uh, that or quality in, quality Exactly. Out. So you want to make sure that what, what we're doing is we're covering everything. We're not leaving any open areas that are like, ah, I wish we had that information that would make a difference. Well, it might make all the difference. The last uh, 3% of the details is what's important. So I'm going to throw the number out there. It's uh, 425-451-2950 if you want to give us a call also. Uh, we set up the appointment. So uh, uh, going back to some of the minutiae, of deciding on whether you're retiring early or not. 
I'm gonna let, let's just do a back and forth, Susan. And okay. I know you got plenty of ideas as well. So one of them for me is uh, that if you're 55 and you're separating from service and you have a 401k, don't automatically roll it into an IRA. Make sure you do a full calculation on what you need to last you until 59 and a half, so that your um, you know your assets naturally grow over time against. Uh, what you're drawing out. What I mean by that is that if you're under 59 and a half, you're going to pay a 10% penalty. If I had two choices, an IRA or a 401k to draw the money from 401k all the time, it's because I don't have to deal with that 10% penalty issue before 59 and a half. Whether you retire earlier or not, the IRS does not care about that when you're dealing with your IRAs. The only thing they allow you to do is do what's called a 72 T, which you're allowed to take a little bit out of that without the 10% penalty, but there's certain restrictions and rules. If you break it, then it's all taxable. So you have to be really careful when you're dealing with pre-59 and a half. So that's my little minutia there, Susan, for everybody. I love that because liquidity is important. You know, you move it all over to the IRA now. Now you're stuck. Now what? You, now you have to take this yeah. special. But it would sure be nice if you had income needs that you could tap just what you wanted. Exactly. Out of that. Yeah, well, exactly. I had I have a different one, which is get start get a get a relationship started with your social security um, office. It's hard for people. It's it's a difficult agency at times if you have any complex questions. So what you're saying is just ignore the plexiglass and the arm guards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and get, get the, over get that it. relationship going. Get over it. Particular and the people who need to do this in particular are folks who have had more than one marriage. If mm-hmm. you've had a prior marriage, no, good point. Yeah. Uh, if you are now single and you've had a prior marriage of ten years or more, mm-hmm. you want to start early to understand what the rules are going to be and how they apply to you on potentially taking a spousal benefit versus your own. And for you to have a good understanding that you have to know what that ex-spouse's benefit is, what their age is versus yours makes a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of minutia in that. And it's, uh, it's more than I want to go into a social security diatribe on right now, but I would just yeah. say get started early if you're a person who has that in their, in their past because there's more strategy choices available to you if you've got the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. Uh, I'm going to throw another one out there, too, as far as when you're approaching retirement. So we talked a little bit about the right timing. Well, the right timing could be the average retirement time. It doesn't have to be earlier or later. So if it's the average retirement time, let's suppose it's uh, you want to retire at 66, and that's when your full retirement age starts also for Social Security. Uh, and you're taking a look at what's the best way for me to to get to that point. Let's suppose you're 62 right now, and you're just coming out of a bull market or in a bull market like right now, uh, and you're looking at the next few years. If you keep making the assumption that your rates of return are going to be the same for every single year coming out of a bull market or still in a bull market, and it doesn't happen when you hit retirement, now you're going to, in your mind, you're going to think that up, I can't retire now. So now I got to keep pushing in a year and a year and a year until you're replicating what happened. And it might not replicate. So are you losing one or two or three years before you actually retire when it wouldn't have made a difference? So my tip there is don't make huge expectations on rates of return your last three years going into retirement. Run the plan as if you made nothing. Because if you can show yourself that if you made nothing three years before retirement and you still have enough money to retire, now you have no reason to not retire. 
and if you have the proper design in your portfolios to help protect the money, and if you've already figured out your income strategy. Because here's the thing is that the markets can go up and down in retirement, and they will if you're an equity investor. But if you have your income figured out, you are able to wait it out where the guy next door might not be able to. So be very smart going into retirement and don't make huge assumptions those last three years. Stop swinging for the fences for the home runs. <laughs> and build and your being storm super, shelter. And <laughs> super aggressive the last three years. Oh, that is especially so if you're sad. Trying to, well, you were talking about earlier, Susan, especially if you're trying to convince your spouse that you have enough money to retire. Oh, yeah. The, worst the thing plan's going to be better than The that. worst thing you can do for your marriage is, is to be right there at the finish line and decide that you're going to get greedy, basically. Yeah. And, and go for for some huge some something huge and then you lose it and guess what? The finish line just vaporized. I don't want to be at that day. I do table. not want to be at that table 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 either. Table. No. Okay. Um I have another one. And yeah. very quickly it's this. If you are thinking about early retirement, mm-hmm. um, but you're worried about that gap on mm-hmm. in on health insurance, I would say do not go without health insurance. Worst thing you could do. You I know, agree. Yeah. Tank yourself for, for the rest of your life if you have any kind of a medical incident in that mm-hmm. period. But take a realistic look at what it would cost for you to take on a part-time job. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be something that's hilarious to you, you know, that you've never done before. That would be just enough hours to pay for that medical premium. And guess what? It's probably going to be under the maximum you can earn while taking your social security without mm-hmm. the dollars being coordinated. Yeah. So what you've just done is, is you're, you're trading choices. You're saying, yeah, do I want to stay in this job that I hate? Mm-hmm. Or am I willing to work a, a, a part-time job in something maybe I've never done before, but I've always thought would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's the price of my retirement freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not getting full retirement, but I'm getting a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing to think about. No, I think that's a great tip. Uh, the other one that, that I would throw out there too, uh, is being very smart in the way that you're coordinating and lining up the accounts to take the income. So, uh, don't take out of your Roth first. You're going to take out of your taxable accounts first, but don't go below your emergency cash, cash level, even if you're retiring early. I would rather see one of my clients take out of their IRAs, especially if they were going to be then turning on a pension and their Social Security and they have a large IRA balance, and the RMD is going to cause them to take way more cash flow in their 70s and 80s than they need to. So I would rather see that occur. Uh, one last thought on that is that when you're lining up all of those accounts, the type of investment in each one of the accounts matters. So if you have uh, high-dividend stocks, don't be afraid to keep those high-dividend stocks all the way through retirement if it fits your overall investment uh, picture. The reason being is is because you, you can take that, that cash flow and now apply it to part of that those monthly bills. And now the stock market can go up or down in that short three-year window, like I ex- explained before, it's not going to matter on the cash flow. Stocks still pay dividends at those rates, even if the ca- even if the price goes down. Guess my final thing is, don't do it alone. You don't have yeah. to. There are people like us out here who are willing to help you set the table for a peaceful retirement, a safe and sane one. Um, 
and also a pleasurable one. That's why we call this show Retirement Freedom. If you want retirement freedom, you need a plan. That means you need to give us a call, and we'll help you. And the number to call us is 425-451-2950. That's the number to our Bellevue office. Once again, that's 425-451-2950. Or go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com. Thanks, everybody. been listening to Retirement Freedom with your hosts, Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter, and sponsored by SC Financial Group. If you would like to meet personally to discuss your financial and retirement options, call 425-451-2950 to schedule your free consultation. That's 425-451-2950. And be sure to join us again next Saturday morning at 11, right here on AM 770 KTTH for another edition of Retirement Freedom. Securities offered through Cateray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC.